That scream feels so good this morning, Al. It feels so good because that's what it was last night. I was watching the last couple of innings up yeah. in my bedroom, had the TV on, and when that third out of the ninth inning, it was, yeah, all over again. Finally, first place in the National League West. It was great. What does your wife? It. What does your wife do when you? She's she lost. She watching so the game too. Ago. No, she actually is a big baseball okay. fan. She loves baseball. So we were watching it together, mm-hmm. and she's heard me say stupid things for. 30 years now, sure, so she's sure. kind of over it. Yeah. She, she's not used, she's, she's used do, to it. Do you, does it come to a point where you said so many things where she's just like, I don't even hear him anymore? I hear words, but I'm not paying attention to actually what's coming out of his mouth. She has takes. She, she, she will say Like things. a hot take? Like she'll see, because again, I'm immersed in this stuff sure, sure. all the time that mm-hmm. sometimes you just lose track of the big, she'll say like, oh my gosh, that's a really good point. It's it, she 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 sees things and she's got a pretty good sense of humor, so she'll fire some stuff in there. She's she's pretty good. All right, so obviously uh, we know the Giants play a little bit later today. They play this <laughs> afternoon, twelve thirty. A chance for the Brewers. Um, I did not know how many Milwaukee Brewer fans we had in LA, but I feel like there's just just growing More growing than there fan were base. Four days ago, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 growing quickly. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Before we get to your Anthony Davis topic, and I think it's a it's a really really good one. I hadn't thought of it quite like you're about to lay it out. Mm-hmm. I want to follow up with this phone call here very quickly. Let's go to our Dr Pepper call in line. Let's go to Rancho Palos Verdes and Brian. Brian, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, Travis, did you really go up to Randy Johnson and say, hey? Yes. <laughs> just hey. So, so okay. I, I want No, no, not just hey. Brian, <laughs> Brian, it was literally like he was at Trader Joe's just asking somebody where, hey, where, where's the butter lettuce? One time. That was fun. <laughs> so this is what it was, uh, Brian. It was kind of like this. I'm trying to go back. I was probably – 30 something i i had i'd been doing this a while mm-hmm. but it wasn't like i'm a 50 year old guy walking in there and had a bunch i'd already had albert bell physically threaten me but i was it's randy johnson man he's super intimidating i think it was kind of um hey those might uh, be the two most intimidating uh, <laughs> baseball players in the history of baseball uh, uh mr johnson i i hey, my name is travis rogers and uh, i produce the um uh, uh uh the rome show and i was um uh i was and I literally just like the look. I just stopped dead in my tracks, and then very quickly, like I was wondering. And then somebody grabbed me by the shoulders, like you know. If I was no, no, Diamondbacks, not, not if I was Diamondbacks PR public relations, don't you just kind of want to let that play out? Like, <laughs> no, don't, because don't Randy, you want to just no, kind of? Here's why. Yeah. Here's why. Because then you got to deal with Randy. No, the bingo. The yeah. next, the next day, Randy Johnson chews someone's butt. Like, how did that <laughs> jackass get that close? What are you doing to your job? It was terrifying. Uh, Terrifying. Would have been great as if you went to Rome and said, "Got him, <laughs> yeah. just got uh, him." No, it didn't. Uh, didn't work out. How's Bob Brenly sound? <laughs> That's kind of what it was like. Yeah, well, that was not the most comfortable moments of the day to go back in there for it. All right, so we got uh, as we do every single day, and we greatly appreciate Stat Heroes partnership here on uh, our show and on Seven Ten ESPN today. Stat Hero of the day. Okay, Trav, let let me set this up here. Go. So obviously we start. Actually, you know what today is. What's today? Today's September 2nd? Yeah. One month from today is the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Brooklyn Nets in game one of the preseason. Wow. 30 days from today. That's hard to believe. We'll be living in this studio. Okay. So 
This You're is feel like that, like I felt last night when the oh, Dodgers yeah. went in first. Place. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's not good. If I'm if I'm getting that excited about beating Brooklyn, you see, we locked up Patty Mills. Curry sucks. We locked up Patty Mills. Um, stat hero of the day in the 2019. I want to compare AD stats last year when they won the championship to this past season. Okay. So AD 2019 2020 Lakers win a championship. He averaged 26 points a game, nine rebounds. Around three and a half assists a game. Last season, his average went from 26 to about 22 points a game. His rebounding went down about a rebound and a half to 7.9. Still the same amount of uh, assists. I think his blocks per game went down as well. Okay. All right. So let me uh, let me kind of explain why that's an important stat. Hit me. Who the Lakers get this offseason? Rajon Rondo. Okay. Who else they get? Russell Westbrook. Okay. Those two players, Wayne Ellington, I, I those Kendrick Nunn. Let me let me stay on those two. <laughs> I know there's 19 different guys on the roster. Rajon Rondo is known for really doing one thing his entire career. He's a setup guy, right? Rondo is Rondo's a setup a guy. Here we go. It's not gonna end. It's not gonna end. Do you have an assistant coach you want to throw in there? I Lost Jason Kidd? No, you could have done it. You could have done it. I didn't have it on the tip of my tongue. I wanted it so done. bad. Think of the guys, Rondo, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James. If you take those guys' career averages, assists per game. David Fisdale. Thank you, Funch. Of course, Funch had to throw that one in there. No, no, go ahead. Go. No, I'm just. I, I'm listening to you talking you guys about to Russell it. Westbrook and Rajon Rondo. Continue I want you guys to finish it. It's just Funch is Googling Lakers roster and assistant coaches. Don't throw it at me. No, I'll, I'll try pointing at me like I'm supposed I'm to do something to from you. here. Trevor Ariza. <laughs> <laughs> Kent Bazemore. Did you say Dwight Howard? Dwight could have said Dwight Howard. Yeah, I could have. I should have. Dropped the ball. Those three guys, th- between LeBron, between um, Rajon Rondo, and between LeBron, between LeBron, Rajon Rondo, and Russell Westbrook, those three dudes, what are they known for? I mean, their career. if, if you probably take those guys, that's 25, 26 assists a game. Yeah. If anyone's going to thrive this year, isn't it Anthony Davis? If anyone is, what what was the conversation about last year? That he wasn't healthy. Yep. Right, Trev? That he, from an injury perspective, from, okay, well, it was such a quick turnaround between last season's. What's the excuse this year? The guy's 28 years old. LeBron's Prime. about to be 37 Prime. years old. Is this not the best chance for Anthony Davis to have the best uh, best season of his career? Doesn't this year have to be the year that we're talking about Anthony Davis for most valuable player? And I'm listen, I'm not I'm not, I don't I know we don't care about personal awards. Mm-hmm. Well, but doesn't it seem set up? You cannot ask for Dwight Howard's going to be backup center. There's Dwight Howard back. He doesn't have to play the bully ball. If Marc Gasol's still on the roster, then Gasol's going to be the guy that spreads the floor. Isn't everything kind of built perfectly for Anthony Davis? I I, I like how you set it up that if he has the best year of his career and all the reasons that he can, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the teammates that he's have that's going to get him the ball, the fact that he's at a certain age, he's 28 years old, where you feel like yeah, both your basketball IQ are at a level of a veteran player, but your body is still in a spot where the miles haven't started to stack up to where your, your physical abilities start to go the wrong way. You're at that perfect spot where both of those things are in a really good spot. If he, if you to go back to your Dodger thing, if you said, "Hey, Trav, at the beginning of the year, the Dodgers be this, that, and the next thing." Okay, well, let's do that right now. Okay. At, the, at the beginning of the year, if I said to you, 
Anthony Davis is going to have the best year of his career, which, by the way, is saying something. That dude's awesome. Mm -hmm. He's a high-level guy. But if I said to you he's going to have the best year of his career, where do we hang the banner? Do do we do three rows of six? Do we do two rows of nine? Where does the 18th star on the court go? Like, I mean, we're we're talking details on championship parade. If he has his best year ever, forget it. Isn't this the year? Like, you know, I I don't want to sound – I'm not here trying to make a case that Anthony Davis is not has not been unbelievable player over his career. I'm not making that case. I know that championship run that we had, AD was obviously so important, so key. Last year, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't the same notch that it was to start off the season. Or Holy I'm sorry punk. to to. Oh, you got another one. <laughs> was that the only one you forgot? I think so. I think that's the last one. Okay, let me let me get this in. Stat Hero, <laughs> the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of Travis and Sleeve Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. Uh, appreciate their partnership, and this is one of the unique things we'll do. Every single day we'll have some some type of hat, stat from Stat Hero. This lets us kind of key in on Anthony Davis in this upcoming season. THD. I know he's not new, but he's still Lost there. Caruso. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? The more I think about that, the Caruso piece, I, I, I would like to have him here because he's a, he's a fan favorite. He plays hard. I think with LeBron James, he was a very, very useful player. But you saw him without LeBron. He's a totally different guy. There's nothing you could tell me that would change my opinion that Alex Caruso not being on this team, that one hurt. So here's the other part of this. Yeah. The, the the best Anthony Davis season ever. And I like, I like how you set it up, but doesn't he kind of have to, too? I mean, never mind if and he does do this, and the Lakers win a championship, that would be wonderful. But it's time for him to stop being the great compliment to LeBron James and start being the reason this blank is You know, You know why this conversation came up for us? Yesterday we saw this. There was a piece from Eric Pincus, a Bleacher mm-hmm. Report. And it was, per an NBA source, familiar with some of the Lakers' struggles through the 2020-21 season. Davis felt some frustration that he wasn't getting the kind of looks in the post with Dennis Schroeder running the point compared to those he received with Rajon Rondo a year earlier. Trav, that started the conversation because I just don't know another player that's probably set up for success and is this skilled of a player like Anthony Davis. The the setup for AD, yeah, I, I don't know who the team is built around. Maybe it's built around LeBron. Maybe it's all, you know, you can make a case that this team is built uh, around a couple different players. AD is the one who can thrive the most with the way this roster is built. And y- yeah, and he has to. It's no more of this. Hey, that's the most important thing. Yeah, he does. How, have to. how how about if he finally does this? I, he has to mm-hmm. for all the exact same reasons that you're talking about. I what I would love to go is I would love to go to two things. I would like to see from Anthony Davis aside from just be the great player that he is. Okay, they, and this is this is the burden that a player like Anthony Davis carries because Anthony Davis is a NBA champion. He's a perennial All Star. And anybody that we're talking about, best player in the league, top 10 in the league, Anthony Davis is on that list. That's how good he is. But we still want more. That's how good he Ken is. Ken Bazemore. You, you, you did you say that or no? Bit. Did I you think, say Ken or I no? I think, did we say Ken Bazemore? I think we did. Dang I think it. we did. So you need more from him. And this is what I want by more. I'm not talking about make another all-star team. He's going to do that. I'm not talking about get the team in the playoffs. That's going to happen. What I'm talking about is I want to go through the entire season with two things. Number one, I'd really love to never talk about how he's injured again. And I know that there's a, there's an element of luck that goes into that too. Just being fortunate. Sure. But he seems to be unfortunate more than the average amount. He, he seems to get nicked and dinged and this and that a little bit more than the average bear. Right. Okay. 
That's number one. Number two is I don't want to have to have that conversation once every week or every other week of where was AD last mm -hmm. night? When, when was the last time you had a conversation about where was Kevin Durant last night? Mm -hmm. where, How about where, LeBron? Where, where was Steph Curry last night? How about where was night? LeBron? You, where was you LeBron don't have to go past the roster. You, you don't do it. You don't. You don't do it with Currys and mm -hmm. Durants and LeBrons. But with AD, once every couple – and again, it's once every couple of weeks. But that's too often for a player that's that good. You see, I'd like you, that to go away. Do you see what's going on with, with, with the Lakers and the Nets? So Paul Millsap ended up yeah. with the Brooklyn Nets. There's a report from Sham Sharania that LaMarcus Aldridge – um, is going to come back. By the way, that's great news for LaMarcus. Remember, he was a part of the Nets organization last season, and then he had to retire, and he's going to come back. Um, is this not – I just – when you say he has to be, when you're talking about Anthony Davis, that he has to be the best – this has to be the best season he's ever had, why do you say that? You say that because – James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and Blake Griffin Millsap. and Patty Mills <laughs> and Paul Millsap and, and go down the list, uh, Joe Harris, the Brooklyn freaking Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers, it's a two-horse race. Now, obviously, they got to stay healthy, but I think that falls more along the point that you made that why does AD have to be the best version of himself ever is because you're not facing a team that doesn't have enough talent to beat you. The Brooklyn Nets have enough talent to beat the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, coming up at 10.30, we're going to do another fact or cap run sleep. But coming up next, do you trust the Dodgers in the playoffs with the managerial decisions that are going on? We'll take some of your phone calls, and I'll tell you why you should have a big fat question mark on the back end of that. It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Wings, burgers, a couple of beers maybe. Definitely martinis this weekend. What oh, I'm I am so confused. I had well, no, no idea you, what you were see, talking you, about. You, you, you were tuning out Chris. I was listening to Chris's imaging. He said, what's Travis going to get into this weekend? That. I've given it some thoughts since the beginning of the show to right now. It's a three-day week. I got a golf. It's six six forty yeah. Sunday morning. What? Okay, here. Let's throw this out. To the Wait before before you do that. Yeah. Funches, what time is our flight? <laughs> I think we leave Saturday I think morning. Circus Circus has Saturday a one forty-five check-in. LAX. Yep, we leave LAX Saturday okay, morning first, for right. Circus Circus. First of all, wrong. You don't go to Vegas out of LAX unless you live in Hermosa Beach. You go to Vegas out of L you go out of Burbank. It's 10 billion times easier. Nope, we're in the Tom Bradley Airport. <laughs> That's right. Right next to people right flying next to there. International terminal. We actually Saigon. have, we're going to Denver first, and then we have a three-hour layover, and then we're going to Vegas. All trips to Vegas should be taken out of Burbank or John Wayne. That's just common knowledge. Go on. I never want to go to LAX again, by the way. <laughs> no, of course not. When I was, when I, listen, I did the 13-hour flight. Uh -huh. I already told you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you the whole story again. But when you're on a plane for 13 hours and you land at LAX and you take a deep breath and say, there's no other place I'd rather be, that just shows you how long of a freaking flight you were on. And then you cracked your knuckles and drove to San Diego. <laughs> 
throw some water on the good old face and let's get going. Absolutely. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance at Progressive. They're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So here's my question to you guys and to the listeners as well. I like to have a couple of drinks when I play golf. Okay, it's a pretty easy decision to make when you're playing a, at a kind of normal time. Like any time after ten, you can have a few beers. You know, by the time you hit the eighth or ninth hole, it's noon. Yeah, open a couple cold cold beers, perfect, right? Maybe you make a a cocktail at some point. Sure. Not that I have a bag of whiskey in my bag. That's not my deal at all. Sure. What I have at six thirty tea time on Sunday morning. What do I mean? Is it Bloody Mary? Is that really my only option? You need a screwdriver. You could do a little vodka That's and orange juice. Not the worst idea I've ever heard. But what That's time? <laughs> but what time? Painkiller. Well, I said six thirty. I know, but you're not. Uh, what don't you understand about this? You're not having six shots drink. in the morning, man. Who cares? Yeah, well, it's see, it's, it's okay. holiday weekend, man. See, okay, it's a very good question, and it is a holiday weekend, and maybe I could chalk it up to that. However, here's the problem: if I'm doing By shots 11 at six thirty in the morning, does that not is like that like the classic definition of you have a drinking problem? Not just that. <laughs> like, what happens by eleven a.m.? Uh, okay. So, if there were a professional golf tour where you had to maintain a certain blood alcohol content to play, okay. I would be the second best player in the world behind John Daly. Is your golf game better? It's not worse. That's the point. Yeah. It's, it's, I get it's, that. It's, it's, I understand it's, that. It's not better, mm-hmm. but, but it's not worse. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am fine. Like, if I'll you have to said, try that. I'm going to have like a couple bourbons get out there play five on five. I'm, no, I'm talking like six bourbons. <laughs> That's what I Trav, that's about what that. have a couple bourbons playing five on five. Just the best defense you've ever played. <laughs> Locked him down. Uh, all right. So what can't miss. Get him another beer. Do you trust Dave? I, I laid it out a minute ago. Just I'm not going to do the, the full Monty again. But Dave Roberts, everybody was freaking out on Twitter last night because he took Scherzer out. There was a very good explanation of why he took Scherzer out. because Scherzer's Except nobody wanted to no, but actually nobody, have the exa- – Nobody wanted to wait to hear, hey, what's going on here? The fact that Cody Bellinger took an at-bat against a left-handed relief pitcher with the go-ahead run on second base with two outs in the late innings when Albert Pujols is 100% ready to go is mystifying to me. Did they, they didn't cost him the game. Cody Bellinger, is, is he's the equivalent of a pitcher batting against a left-handed. Quite honestly, maybe worse. And you have a Albert Pujols' role on this team is to yeah. hit in that spot, and he didn't. And it fills me with all these same questions about Dave. Like, I I had my foot on the brake with the Scherzer thing. Like, hey, there has to be something here. Mm -hmm. This one doesn't make any sense to me, Al. You know, it's a weird one because I actually – one of his biggest flaws, Dave Roberts' biggest flaws, is something that I respect about people the most. Okay? So just kind of – let me play this out for you, Trav. People who have loyalty, I love. Like, there's something about loyalty that I appreciate and I respect. That's actually what hurts Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts has, if there's a trait that you have that is something that hurts you, uh, I there's there's not a better trait I want you to have. Dave Roberts has too much loyalty. Dave Roberts in that situation yesterday probably said, do you know what this would mean for Cody Bellinger if he lined one and drove in that run and this could be the difference? Do you know if Kenley Jansen gets this save, how big it is, how important it is, if I just keep him in? That's the one thing that hurts Dave Roberts. So to answer your question of do you trust Dave Roberts, I'm going to hesitate. You're going to hesitate. And because there's that hesitation, I don't know if if most Dodger fans fully trust Dave Roberts because there's a hesitation. Look, you see the look on my face, right? Yeah. I, I, I ain't buying it. The, the loyalty thing, no. 
Where's the loyalty to the Dodgers? We're going to be loyalty to an individual over the team. I mean, no, I, 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 he's not trying to be loyal to a player over the team. I he means well, but it just might not be the right decision, I, I, and that, look, that's the position that, that he puts he's himself a in. Saboteur. I'm not saying he's unplugging things in the dugout. <laughs> that he's sending guys in to get slaughtered. What I'm saying is, I, I think you're right. I think this is, hey, Cody's been a good player for me. Cody's been a valuable part of this. Cody's hit some bigger home runs for this team. Cody Bellinger is batting 125 against no, the No, there's no argument. Yeah, Cody th- Bellinger there's no argument. is slugging 194 against mm-hmm. left-handed batters. You went out and picked up Albert Pujols, batting 298, slugging 595, 931 OPS. To take that at bat, your, your loyalty to Cody Bellinger, while it's a nice thing, potentially put the Dodgers in a situation where they could lose a game because the, here, here's what happened the the the, the next that would that be the top of the eighth Dansby Swanson hits a home run sure now you're behind now if you hit Albert Pujols maybe that whole dynamic is different we'll, we'll never know you, you sure. can spin that Not, thing but, a but, million, but what what, what was, don't you do this in baseball you just play the odds you play the probability and obviously you had a much better chance with Pujols there than Bellinger the, yeah it, it's easy to follow the math right mm-hmm. when the math is this obvious yep where I would be more okay with, if this were one of those, you know what, Cody does not hit left-handers as well as Albert Pujols does, but you know what, the last couple of at-bats, he's tattooed the ball. Mm-hmm. The last month, he's done much better. Albert is... It could be an know, instinct thing, it, sure. But it mm-hmm. needs to be, it can't be, this, it, he, he might as well, you said it, and it was hilarious, yeah. leave Gratterall in there. Mm-hmm. Would have been better than Bellinger. Think the numbers tell you they're about the same. That's how bad he is against left-handed batters. Just uh just an incredible decision last night that I do not think is getting nearly enough attention. Long Beach is our next stop, and Robert, Robert, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? What's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Um, to Alan's point from a minute ago, I don't think it has to do with loyalty. I think it has to do with patience. you got to remember, Dave Roberts spent a lot of years in the minor league, worked his tail off to get where he is right now, and that comes from having been patient. And this is a team full of young players, uh, a rich farm system that's going to produce a lot of young players. Dave Roberts is a patient manager. I wouldn't go so far as to say he's a loyal manager. He knows that for some of these guys to get their confidence back, he has to let them fail. He has to let them uh, do their jobs. And sometimes that's going to sting us, and sometimes that's going to help us. When, when Kenley was blowing those saves against the Giants last time they were in town, that was an example of Dave Roberts' patience being misplaced. But last night, it made sense, and look at we're in first place now. Thanks, guys. It, it didn't make sense. That's the point. I appreciate the phone call, Robert. It doesn't make sense. That's the whole point. It, it, I, I'm waiting for someone to explain to me why it makes sense. And patience, I get it. I, I hear what you're saying, Robert. And being patient for an MVP in 2019 to find his footing It's just the wrong is, move. It's fine. That predicament, that situation is it, just the wrong move. Because patience, the 156 games he played when he won the MVP, he was extraordinary. He had an OPS over 1,000. He had a batting average over 300. He had an on-base percentage over 400. It's an extraordinary year, and he won the MVP because of it. However, and this is what I don't get. The last month and change of that season, Bellinger was bad. Not just not as good, bad. Mm -hmm. Okay? The entire season last year, he was bad. Now, he ran into a couple in the playoffs, hit a big home run. I get it. Important. He was not good. That last season, the the, the fraction of a season, the shortened season. Yep. 239, on-base percentage, 333, slugging, or excuse me, OPS 789. That's about average. Okay? Those other numbers are low. This year, the entire season's been a bust. There hasn't been one moment where you're like, yep, this is pretty good. Patience is, patience is let's get through a month, two months, a season. 
we're on the third season where he's been something other than just bad. So go back to the question you asked. Do you trust Dave Roberts? No. No. It doesn't make any – now, I'm not saying you send Cody out of here. I'm not saying that you send Cody to a place where he never put – No, you just go by your quote that you had a couple days ago where you said you're not going to put him up versus lefties. Yeah, it was it was a decision that completely defies explanation. Just let's try one more here. Let's go to Mondo in Santa Barbara. Mondo, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys, how's it going? Well, you know, my, my thing on Roberts is, yeah, sometimes he doesn't make the right decisions. And the stats for Bellinger, it, man, last night my wife and I were watching the game, and I'm, I was surprised that he was in there. But, you know, you're saying Pujols, I don't think any of them can catch up to the fastball right now. But, God, if Cody Bellinger gets that hit, that's going to – maybe that boosts up his, uh, you know, his, his pride a little bit. Mondo, and, and I don't want to interrupt you, but we got to go, and I want to answer the question. I'm not here to make sure Cody Bellinger feels good about himself at night anymore. I'm done with this. I'm done with trying to make sure that Cody Bellinger – hey, 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 Cody's feelings. You can't do I it two to two in the damn. seventh. You're tied with the Braves. By the way, you're fighting for uh, lead in the NL West. You can't do it I, right now. I you know when you could do it? If you're up six games in the final week of September. Mondo, you, what, what you just said makes you a nice guy, that you're thinking about the way that people feel. I, I'd like that and about Travis you. Travis is not a nice like, guy. No, I want the Dodgers to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. I want the Dodgers to win the World Series. And your point about Pujols catching up to the fastball, it's a good one. Here are the numbers. This, is, this isn't my opinion. It's not Mondo's opinion. Albert Pujols hits nearly 300 against left-handed hitters. He's 298. Mm-hmm. Albert Pujols' OPS is 931. That's elite against left-handed pitchers. He's hit 11 home runs against left-handed. This isn't – maybe he can. Numbers say he can. It's not my opinion. But this isn't the predicament to be doing this. That's no. the bottom line. The predicament, Eight, you're in a 2-2 game. You're trying to beat the Braves, sweep the Braves. Giants losing. It's not the predicament to be, let's hope that Bellinger comes through in this spot. All right, coming up at 1045, the biggest series of the season for the Dodgers is right around the corner. But coming up next, it is fact or cap. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Travis and Slee was presented by Progressive, and all of our guests appear on the Goodyear Hotline. Slee, a couple of quick uh, tweets here. Um, one is a suggestion on my question, which you'd have on the golf course early in the morning for a cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 805 Raider says, white Russians, homie. 
I'm not a big milk guy, and I think that has milk in it, so I'm kind of out there. Although Funch kind of checked me a little bit and said that you can do it with Kahlua, which yeah, sounds- it's usually vodka, milk, and Kahlua. Can the I big leave Lebowski the milk out? Is it still a White Russian? The Big Lebowski. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, the dude milk walking but, around a grocery store. When's the last just- time you had a giant glass of milk? That sound gross. Yeah, adults drinking milk just like creep me out. <laughs> no, it's yes. been a, it's I had been one the other long night. Long time. It's, it's, I had milk the other night. Like a big glass. I'm not saying like a sip or two with a uh, cookie. Like a milk and cookies. I, I'm yeah, like a little bit. Add some cookies. But yes. like, you yeah. know what? I just came back from a. You know what I need? I need a big glass of milk. That sounds awful. Anyway, that's that's your. Every time the show ends, I have 16 ounces of milk. Whole milk. You get your vitamin D. And then unseasoned chicken and then white rice and nothing else. <laughs> it's not great. All right. John of Fullerton, making Bellinger feel good about himself far outweighs potentially making Pujols feel better about himself. <laughs> I support Dave Roberts. Now, that comes from John of Fullerton, who loathes Albert Pujols. So that's a, take that with a grain of salt. Here's a good one. This yeah. is actually making me think here a little bit. It's from Big John. Big John's a regular. Thank you, Big John. Trav, do you really think the Dodgers, who are so reliant on the use of data to make decisions, are then going to turn around and tell Roberts, just go with your gut when Dave makes a move? That doesn't sound logical. Hmm. It doesn't. But this this is my point, John. That's why I threw you off so much. This is why I just, I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. What the Every piece of data is telling me he doesn't hit in that situation. Mm-hmm. Dave Roberts himself had said earlier this week he's not going to hit in that situation, and there the situation was, and guess who was up to bat? That's the part that has me scratching my head. Well, that's the part, too. You know, you kind of compared this, uh, the, all the question marks around Scherzer when he left, and you just kept saying, that's There's not piece- what people should be talking about. The seventh inning is what people should be talking about. It was wild. Fact or cap? Welcome back, guys. Our, uh, we're com- coming back into a new game of Factor Cap. You guys ready? We're so, ready. Yeah, we're ready. All righty. So my first one is September is the best sports month of the year. Alan, is this Factor Cap? I saw Clinton Yates put this up yesterday. Did we forget what October 2nd is? What has gone on in this world? The Lakers play the Brooklyn Nets in a preseason game October 2nd. And you're going to try to make the case that September is the best sports month of the year. By the way, let me fast forward a little bit. NBA starts October 19th or 20th or something along those lines. You get the NFL. You get college football. You get the either you're in the NL, NLCS, ALCS, or probably the World Series has started by then. And you get NBA basketball October is the best month in sports, and I don't think it's close. October's not bad. What do you mean so it's not bad? It's it's, it's, it's every sport. It's maybe third. It's it's good. I'm not I'm saying it's third. Don't don't Let say me explain it's to you. good. Like I'm nine. It's fine. Okay? It's good. It's fine. You good C plus on your test, kid. <laughs> study harder next time. It's third. September's number two. September's really good too. Okay, no. wait before you go further. Why is September better than October when you get? Everything you just said, plus NBA. Because you get the opening of the NFL season. It's a little, you got a little juice. You get a little juice. You get a little bit of spark. You don't even believe what you just said. I do. Go ahead. What's number one? And by the way, you put it top three. You're kind of right. There's only 12 months. Yeah, well, that's top top, uh, 25%. It's pretty good. All right. So the best one is April. And you you may have heard this, but as a person of a certain age who is done having their children, the question of when you're going to get fixed is like, when do you do this? Is is a question that's out there. And as some of the the way you recuperate from such an operation is you lay on the couch and you watch TV, right? It's April. 
You got the Masters. You got the NCAA tournament. Turn his mic You've off. got the uh, this, start of the no Major League Baseball this. season. You've got the NFL draft. Why are we having this conversation? You've got all of these things. You've got all four things. You've got the NBA playoffs have started in April. You know what? I should do Lakers talk five days a week. <laughs> should go back to the right to answer. It's the right answer. April is the number one month. Okay, up next. Ragers will snap their four-year playoff drought this year. Travis, factor cap. Cap. I think they get really close. They've gotten better every year under John. John Gruden takes a ton of heat, and I'm not a big John Gruden guy. His first year, they were terrible. His second year, they were a little less terrible. Last year, they were 500 and kind of sort of in it towards yeah. the end of the season. Yeah. The problem is there are two better teams than them in their own division. Okay? You look at the Chiefs. They're probably the pick out of the AFC sure, sure. in their own division. You look at the Chargers, who feel like they're headed in the right direction with a new coach. they got a star quarterback yeah. in Justin Herbert. It feels like the Chargers are headed in the right direction. Really hard to make the play. Not impossible, but mm -hmm. very hard to make the playoffs when you're the third best team in your own division. So I'll go cap, but I'll go for different reasons. It has less to do with who's in their division. It just has to do with the Raiders. Gruden is 19 and 29 in his three years with the Raiders. Yeah, they've probably improved. Do you remember at one point last year through the first 12 games, they were seven and five. They were in a position to make it to, uh, you know, obviously be a part of that AFC playoff race. They lost three straight. They fell out of the mix. I just don't have confidence in the Raiders. I, that's what it comes down to me. It's not. I get the Chiefs. I get the Chargers. I get some different conversations. I guess other. I get other good teams in the AFC. I don't have confidence in the Raiders, so 8-8, eight and eight, that's the best they've been over the last three years. I don't think they get in. Their owner has a He-Man haircut. Next. <laughs> if Scherzer had gone to the Padres, the Padres would still be bad. Alan, factor cap. Uh, cap. Cap. I, I, I think, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Trav, this was the difference of the season for if the Padres were going to be in the mix, they had to get Scherzer. Had to. And if they got Scherzer, because if you look at their record from the trade deadline to where they are today, there was at one point a conversation. We were talking about the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres. We haven't had that conversation in a long time, and no. it's never coming back. And I really, truly feel at the trade deadline, that was the difference for the Padres. They got him. They'd be in the mix. They didn't. They're not in the mix. It's cap. I agree with you, and I, but I want to throw something in the mix. Number one, they're not dead yet. Every, They're not. Everybody needs to the, – the, 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 the shovels that are out on the Padres, you might want to put those back in the garage for a second. They're gonna, I think they're going to win that final wild card spot. The half game and, out, but still in it, obviously. It, it, right? And they got good players. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm not ready to call them dead right now. But it's cap because of what you said and one other thing. The reason you go in a death spiral the way that the Padres did for about a month is you don't have anybody that can just on their own stop it. The Dodgers have three guys that can do that. No month is better than October. Yeah. Don't don't April. start. Don't try two, two, making fact, a case and go months, away from it. I don't want to hear better. Emily. I don't want to do factor cap again if this is what I'm working two, with. Two months are better. It's not. You're right. And one month isn't better. Two months. Funches. What's the best best sports month? December. <laughs> That's not true. December is not bad. That's conflict between you guys. If you if, said December, I'd say okay. Masters, this is late NCAA towards tournament. NBA playoffs, baseball spring training, NFL draft, every Don't all throw five in sports. NFL draft as in that's better than NFL actually you know going the, on. Do you know what the second highest rated sporting event in the year is every year behind the Super Bowl? Nathan's hot dog the eating NFL contest. Draft. The NFL draft. All right, last one I got here. Chicken nuggets are the only <laughs> nice too. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. Chicken nuggets are the only acceptable thing to eat while driving. Alan, factor cap. Uh, that's cap. There's a lot of things you can eat. What you shouldn't be eating is a burrito. And what I don't need is Greg to be texting me, 
basically kind of supporting your argument as well. Uh, chicken it's nuggets, hey, it's convenient. The they're problem good. is and you got it. You need two hands. Why? You got to dip. Does your car not have a cup holder? Does your do you not have a lap? Do you not have a dashboard? There's plenty of places to put these things. Okay, I could see that <laughs> happening, but that's why you always have stuff all over your your I'm shirt today. I look, I, I ruined You're some clean shirts today and some because pants. you didn't eat on the way. I ate when I got here. It's got barbecue stains all over it. <laughs> no, look, um, I don't even need to answer this. This is clearly cap because they're the only the only thing that I like to eat, eat regularly apple. that I don't eat while I'm driving. A normal human being is sushi because the chopsticks this while you're guy. driving that's a little hard. That, that's, <laughs> guys, that's this guy's ordering pasta? ramen. Do you eat pasta. I, he's while ordering you're... hot ramen while he's driving so down that, the four hundred five. So I'm talking about things that I eat regularly: uh-huh. hamburger, burrito, hot dog, pizza. You know, all these things. <laughs> Sushi, burritos. Like these are things in my regular rotation. Sushi is the only one I won't eat behind the wheel. This guy's getting chilly. He's uh, way. Off the 110. Bowl, bowl fits in your lap pretty nicely. I'm just throwing that out there. All right. Dodgers have their biggest weekend series of the entire year, and it starts tomorrow plus the dump. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Somebody was making your argument for you, Al, saying that October is the right because it's the opening of the NHL season as well. If you're a, a hockey fan like me, you can throw that in there. I got nothing, buddy. When you know, when you know you're right, there's not much you have to say. Yeah. Well, that's not true. That's when you say more. <laughs> that's when you dig that's in. When you remind and everybody. Down. Absolutely. Okay. Biggest series of the weekend. Or, let me rephrase. That's that's the wrong way to say. Yeah. Biggest biggest series of the year this weekend for the Dodgers and the Giants. For the Dodgers. For the Giants. For both. What are we talking about? I feel like it's this is the season for the Giants. Okay. And and let me explain what I mean here. If, let's just say hypothetically, let's say the Giants beat the Brewers. They didn't get swept today. Mm-hmm. And let's say the Giants still took two of three from the Dodgers this upcoming weekend. Dodgers are still – I, I, I still feel like they're going to eventually win the division. It's only a matter of time. The talent is there. Everything's still set up for them. That's worst-case scenario. I know you could get swept, but probably more realistic, that's the worst-case scenario for the Dodgers over the next four days. If you're the Giants, you have to have that happen. Because if you if you if by the time let's say the uh Giants get swept by the Brewers, so now they're a game back. They lose two or three to the Dodgers this upcoming weekend. Okay. Okay. There's just so much momentum going towards the Dodgers. There's so much momentum going into the final X amount of games. And oh by the way, it's one thing to have momentum. It's another thing to be just really, really good. Yeah. They're going to have, you know, you, you mentioned this, that it looks like the Dodgers are obviously the way they're positioning themselves. You're going to have two of your top three pitchers pitch over the weekend. Yep. You're Price, only going to have one. Bueller. You're only going to have one bullpen day. Mm-hmm. So with all that in mind, I, I think, yes, it's key. It's very important for the Dodgers, but the Giants, they're kind of teetering here. I, I think I, I want to kind of jump on what you said about worst case scenario let's play it out right Let, let's play out worst case scenarios for both teams okay worst case scenario for the brewers is lose today lose all three games to the, Dodgers. For the giants you're, you're yep. four games back mm-hmm. it's a wrap mm-hmm. it's a wrap it's over they're, they're, because at that point they're reeling they're reeling they will have at that that would have been seven in a row under this scenario that's mm-hmm. seven in a row and nine of ten Kershaw probably coming back Death soon. Spiral. And, and the Dodgers, everybody's starting to feel good. Death mm-hmm. spiral for the Giants at that point. That's their worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. 
Worst case scenario for the Dodgers is, or for the Dodgers is Giants win today and the Giants sweep the series. Dodgers are down three. It's not the end of the world. It's bad. Don't 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 get me wrong. And the wrong. chances of that happening, it, it's low, but it's also not impossible. It's 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 not impossible. Now with Bueller and Urias going, it's unlikely. I agree, but not impossible. But even at three, so we got twenty eight. It'd be twenty five games left. Okay, twenty five games left. Down three. You don't love it, but it's late. Hey, let's go. Let's see. Because you're going to start Kershaw, like you just mentioned. He's probably back. Hopefully, he's going to pitch on Saturday in a simulated game. We'll see. Cross your fingers. But the worst case scenario for the Giants is your season as division champion is probably over. Now you got to come through the wild card. For the Dodgers is, eh, not a great weekend. But, but we that's still not got we still got some bullets to fire. Yeah, I, no, I, that, yeah. that's why I think the Dodgers are not in a must win situation. The Dodgers are in a we have a chance to hammer them and bury them, sure. or we're going to be in a fight for the rest of the season. And if it plays out just the middle ground that by the time the series is over with the Giants, it's one game back or one game in front or something along those lines, the momentum's still all with the Dodgers. So to answer your question, how does this play out? Is it the most important? Who's it more important for? I really think this this weekend could determine the Giants. They've been in front of the NL West, in front of Major League Baseball all year long. And they could walk into the final 25 games of the season. Um, you know, as we've said before, as our uh, as uh, Michael Scott has put it, it things are a, a, well. a little bit frantic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, calm. everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. <laughs> perfect. Do it again, but don't edit it. And, and the Dodgers, you know, keep, keep in mind, too, that you you look at this, they still are getting guys back. They're still not 100% whole. They still have an opportunity to get a little better. It's time for the dump. This day in 1986, okay. a man by the name of Vincent Jackson made his debut for the Kansas City Royals against the Chicago White Sox. You might know him by his nickname, Bo. <laughs> Bo Jackson. Only known by Vincent. <laughs> Bo Jackson made his debut for the Royals against the White Sox back in 86. I still think for my money, okay. maybe Shohei is making it a little bit of a contest, but th I've never seen another Bo Jackson. I don't think I ever will see another. Bo Jackson was one of the most exciting Major League Baseball players of his era, and Bo Jackson was the best running back in the NFL. That's real, real stupid. You ever see uh, there's a photo <laughs> of him back in the day, and he's posing – He's got his uh, he's got his shoulder uh, pads shoulder pads on bat he's got the bat behind him yeah. and just muscles he looks good you just kind of look at him like this isn't real he, this isn't real he spent some time in the gym he, did you hear the story that uh, uh, Joe Madden was telling uh, the Angels broadcast team the other day I think he told it to Buster only too mm -hmm. that when he was finishing his career with the Angels remember he had that hip injury uh, playing football and he was never quite the same again yep. he just he just was never able to, to overcome that injury. And what made Bo Bo was gone, right? That explosive speed, that ability to just do things that no one else could do. Joe Madden was saying that when they had him, and Joe Madden was a coach on Mike Sosha's staff at this point, mm. that they toyed around with the idea of turning him into a pitcher. Can you imagine Bo Jackson? Because think, I mean, think of all those throws he made. We've seen fire him. He, he's mm -hmm. throwing from the center field wall to home plate on the fly. <laughs> okay, so did put him sixty feet away. I, I I'm I'm furious that we never got to see that. It's, it's Otani before Otani, and because now now we're talking best offensive player in the league, maybe yeah. high level pitcher. Oh, and Otani doesn't play running back for the Rams. Okay, Otani's not going to get a hundred yards a night for the Rams. Yesterday we were listing what Shohei what Shohei hasn't done, right? All I'm asking for play for the Raiders. No, one month from today, 
Lakers Nets. What's Otani's size? 6'4"? 6'5"? He's huge. Ellington misses a couple three, couple Shohei. threes. Get Otani in Let's there. Let's go. Shohei. Want to really impress me? See that three-pointer. <laughs> It'll be the preseason anyway. Bo, the best athlete you've ever seen in your life? Um... Dion's pretty amazing. Dion's good. Dion comes into mind. Um, Dion wasn't Bo on the baseball field, though. Dion was Dion on the football field, but mm-hmm. Dion was a good major leaguer, but he wasn't MVP level good. Best Bo was. athlete you've ever seen. I mean, listen, when you got got a guy mixing in the two sports, like how do you how do you comprehend? You know, the way we talk about Otani, and and you start you list out all his stats with a bat, and I'm like, don't even tell me about the pitching. It doesn't yeah. make sense. I can't understand it. It's similar to a guy that's playing two professional sports. All right, so I'm going to try to slide in a little golf here. The most hated man on the PGA Tour Phil is, Mickelson. No, everybody loves Phil. Who doesn't love lefty? He's old. He wins tournaments. It's awesome. Sergio Bryson Garcia. DeChambeau mm-hmm. is universally loathed. Right, because I don't know enough about this, by okay. the way. I don't know so why he's hated so he's much. He's hated because he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Now, he might be. He's got a physics degree. He's a pretty smart guy. But he's going to let you know he's a smart guy. He he knows a better way to do it. And and nobody likes the, I'm going to right. tell you how right. great I am. He's got a okay. meat face. Mm-hmm. Right? He's got that <laughs> face. Okay? that's It's an unlikable face. He chirps at his fellow competitors like he did last weekend, mm-hmm. where he goes, hey, can you stop walking? He's He's a bad guy. Okay, or he's perceived as a bad guy, and he has no allies on tour until Rory McIlroy kind of took up for him. He said, hey, listen, I get it. He brings a lot of this stuff on himself, but, you know, the the heckling that's going on with this guy, it's it's out of line. We, we, we really need to kind of dial it back a little bit. Do we? Do we? Or, and I'm not even talking about DeChambeau specifically, but if you're going out of your way to antagonize everybody, yeah. do we owe you the courtesy of letting you go about doing your job? The easy answer to this, no. If you're an a-hole, you should probably be told you're an a-hole. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, yeah. it, you know, if you're going out of your way um, to be a you-know-what, yeah. uh, you know, you kind of deserve it. But here's the thing. Do you think he cares? He yeah, might. I do. You do? I do. Okay, so he- if you're if you're blatantly an a-hole, I would think that you don't care what people think about you, so but it sounds the, the other debate. way. Do they know that they are? Do the, the the people that we're talking about, the people that bother everybody, do they know they're doing it? Are they doing it on he purpose? Or has it, the or face. It just their, he definitely has but, the face of a guy that is an a-hole. So when I do the, my meat face sound, yeah. I think I dislocated my jaw. Yeah, I have a ringing sensation in my left ear that's not 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 supposed to be there. Stay with the calmer, quieter, messy ones that are more like a child. Don't do yeah, don't do don't the try to do a uh, when I when I go up. Hey, slee. Easier, it, much it, easier. It, it doesn't hurt. Much more it doesn't natural. cause physical pain. I literally, <laughs> I think I cracked a wisdom tooth or something doing my meat face sound. <laughs> all my clubs are the same length. Anyway, it's Keanu Reeves' fifty-seventh birthday today. First of all, how in the world did Keanu Reeves turn How's he 57? fifty-seven? What? How did that happen? Guy looks like he's thirty-four. He looks great. He looks great. Favorite Keanu movie. Um, can I say speed? <laughs> of course, it's a great answer. Is it? Yes. I feel like when I say speed, people are going to be like, all the movies this guy has made, you like speed? <laughs> yeah. No, first of all, it's the ultimate key, because he's not really acting. He's just standing yeah. there looking handsome, right? He, and he's a handsome guy. Uh-huh. And he's just kind of standing there, doing, hey, you know, hey, this bus better not slow down. That's, that's all he's doing, right? That's the. There's no uh, acting to be done, right. but and it's it's a fun okay. movie. Matrix, Point Break. I think you know, it's Matrix, the, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 a good movie. Point Breaks, but again, 
he's just being Keanu. Yeah. In, in The Matrix, he actually acts a little bit. Yeah. I think that's the answer. But Point Break's pretty good. Booty, I am an FBI agent. ESPN app or on iTunes. You could catch the full two hours. We are back tomorrow at 855. Bus better not slow down. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen if this bus slows down. But tomorrow, we're back at 855. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.